Hey everyone, it's Richard Clark. Welcome back to a brand new episode of the Winglecast. And, um, I'm just gonna get right into it. Today we're gonna be talking about some things that didn't actually end up in the Attack of the Wingles franchise, I guess you could say. And, yeah, that's pretty much it. So I want to start with Attack of the Wingles 1. Obviously. And Attack of the Wingles 1 was very interesting, because it was probably the movie that got changed the most, because we were kind of unsure on what we wanted to do with the movie. So, with the first draft, obviously, it being mainly comedy, uh, we had a lot of scrapped ideas, such as the Wingles weren't originally really big, those chickens, but we scaled them up so that they'd be more threatening, because in the original story, all the humans are scared of them, and it didn't really make any sense as we were turning to a more action-based genre. So another thing that we changed was just how the Wingles behave in general. The Wingles in the... Original first draft were very, I guess, analytic, very smart, (laughs) smarter than the actual Wingles. They were, they planned out every attack and they, yeah, they could, they, they pick off people one by one. However, in the, the films, they tend to go more head on into the action and just try to get as many people as possible before they die, and, um, that's pretty much the concept that we wanted to roll with. We felt like that was the most fitting, so we ended up doing that. And another thing that I wanted to talk about, about a Wingle 1, was, of course, all of the comedy bits that we had scrapped. I don't remember the jokes that we had, but a lot of the jokes pertained to the stuff that we were doing in our classes at the time. So they wouldn't have really made sense if we put them in the movie, because we knew that a lot of people that weren't in our class would be watching this. So, we clipped those jokes out of there. So then we realized, oh, we're just, we're not really left with anything. So we decided to turn it into what it is now. And we made the second draft, which was pretty much what you see. Well, it had a lot of key differences, mainly in story. We hadn't really planned out... We, we made the second draft when I was at Aiden Hollinger's house filming the scenes in the beginning. So, we hadn't really planned out what the rest of it will look like. Because we were just going in there and filming. But, we were thinking... Well, like, there's these Wingles, right? And then there's the Wingle Queen. The Wingles don't really have an origin story. They don't... We had to explain them somehow. So we said... You know, this James character doesn't really seem to be that involved in the story. He's just a cog in a larger machine. So we decided, why not make him directly linked to the story and make his evil grandmother conjure up these headless chickens in order to, um, reclaim the earth or something like that. I don't remember. It was a stupid idea. But we ended up, one, forgetting about the idea because we kind of just developed the story as it went on, and two, just not liking it because, one, 
we couldn't find a grandma that could act like that. And if we used one of our actors, it wouldn't look right. So that's why we didn't go with that idea. But that was the only thing besides that that was changed in the second draft was um, some characters that died in the movie did not die. And, um, obviously the acid blood, the acid blood from Wendell III's dead body, and then the end, there's supposed to be a much longer ending, but we decided to scrap it because it would be too much for editing software. So we didn't go with that, but we pretty much kept our original concept without the whole evil grandmother thing. So then, we had a third draft, and we whipped it up, and... I wrote it at home. Oh, sorry, I'm tired. We wrote it at home. Or I wrote it at home. And then we got filming to the... The interesting thing is, a lot of the scenes that come before other scenes were filmed after, and a lot of scenes that come after were filmed before. So, that's what we... A lot of people do for sake of convenience because of the different sets and whatnot and the availability. But since all the sets that we have are pretty much the same in availability and they're really easy to get to, we don't really concern ourselves with that. We kind of just film it in order with how it is. So, that was Attack of Wingles 1. It opened pretty good, I'd say. It opened to a lot of people. Um, we got mostly positive reactions. We got some questions, which were very right to ask. There are some very confusing things in that film that I understand could put some people off from it, but, um, other than that, Attack of the Wingles 2. With Attack of the Wingles 2, we wanted, we knew that Attack of the Wingles could span larger than it already was, so that's what we wanted to do, and I don't think it really worked out that well. I am one of the few that thinks the movie is still good, a lot of people think it's bad. A lot of my colleagues think it's bad. But I still think it's it's still an Attack of the Wingles movie at the end of the day. And it's still an enjoyable one at that. It's not the most advanced in terms of editing or dialogue. There's barely... There's a little bit more dialogue in there than there is in the first movie. There's like two lines of dialogue in the first movie. But in the second movie, there's probably like ten. I don't know. But... In all efforts, I think it succeeded. It got a hefty amount of attention, and, um, you know, the effects were not any worse. In fact, they were probably better than the first movie. And since the dialogue was better, and there was just, there's more interesting things going for it, in my opinion. Not to say that it was better than the first Attack of the Eagles, I don't think it was, but I think that, you know, it was just, maybe it was just more fun to work on. It was more fun to conceptualize, because we knew that we could do more with it once the, once we were done with the first movie and establishing everything. So, yeah, we just kind of jumped right into it. We had all these ideas, including one where there would be a clone of James. Um, obviously, that carried over to the third movie later. There was an idea 
originally Jakal's like, was it gonna die? But then we were like, wait, what are we gonna do with Jakal's like? And we we're like, let's make him die, you know, it'd be a nice sacrifice. Because these movies kind of sometimes need more emotional drive to them. But sometimes I don't. And um, I think the final battle in the second movie worked as a purpose for Jakalsik to die. And the Wingle God was originally a lot different. There were a lot of different concepts for him. I wanted him to be really big. And Aiden Harnge wanted him to be like 50 feet long. Which was what we ended up going with. But I still think he should have been bigger. But I stand by that. And... Another thing about the Wingle God is we were originally going to do way more with him. He was just kind of in the background of the whole series, and we wanted him to go around destroying planets, and that's the reason that um, James and the gang wanted to stop him. And I'm kind of glad that we didn't go with that. I think I'd kind of lead the rest of the plot astray and sort of make it a little bit confusing. But I, at the same time, I wish we did do a little bit more with, um, God. Which, you know, it is what it is. But, you know, we wrote up our draft for Attack the Wingles, our first draft. We changed a little bit for the second draft, so we better fit our filming. And then we got off, filmed basically the entire movie in one day. We filmed some scenes separate, but there were a lot of scenes that were cut. But that'll be for another day. This is just about scrapped ideas that went in before, went in and out before, and Attack of the Wingles 3, this is probably uh, one that we did a lot of idea work on, so we sat down, just got done with Attack of the Wingles 3, we sat down in my living room, and we were like, okay, what can we do to make this one different, right, We what can we do to make this one more unique and more, because we wanted this to be the last one, We yeah, we wanted this to be the last one, not saying that it isn't. I mean, it got Ornithicon, and it's technically connected, but it is connected, but I, I can't tell you about that. The thing is, this was the final Attack of the Wingles movie, in our minds, and in everyone else's minds, and it still is the final Attack of the Wingles movie, but that's, so that's what we wanted to, we wanted to go out with a bang, an interesting element at scene and a lot of other things that people would recognize and that people would click with and one thing that we thought of is um a mech suit sort of like you know alien like they like the mech suit and alien uh, that sort of thing i was gonna do that and i thought that was a really good idea but i decided not to due to just how hard it would have been. Looking back, we probably could have done it, but, you know, we just we just weren't there at that point. So then we thought, well, we got all these green screen elements of you. Why don't we just make a, a bunch of clones of you that the Wingle army could use and that, you know, uh, I thought it would be an in interesting element for James and his friends to fight him. You know, and they'd have the same skill power, but... Overall, it wasn't a scrapped idea, but it was an idea that was pushed to the side, I guess you could say. It wasn't as prominent as we wish it would be. So, that's one thing. I got my cat here, too. So. 
that's one thing that we scrapped. Um, not really scrapped. We sort of pushed it aside, and um, well, we were filming. We were like, oh crap, we gotta, we gotta do something with these clones. We wanna do something with these clones. So we did some scenes where they're fighting clones, and yeah. So that does it for Tide of the Wingles. But I know this is a Wingle cast, but I do want to talk about some other things that I think are kind of interesting. And um, I want to give you guys a little sneak peek for the people that are actually listening to this about some of our other movies before I head out. And one thing I want to talk about is the Oracle of Twilight. The Oracle of Twilight is going to be... Uh, it's gonna be a blast. It's gonna be a really good movie and that, that I hope you really enjoy. And I think you will enjoy it. It's it's gonna be a lot different than all the other Pug Army movies. And it's gonna be, like, fantasy. It's gonna be really... It's got more character development. It's got more complex action sequences. It's got better lighting and color correction. We got a better green screen this time, so it'll look way better. And overall, it's just gonna be, it's just gonna be a fun thing to watch, you know, when you're not feeling like doing anything. It'll just be a fun, cute little thing to sit down and watch. And um, I think you'll actually be interested in the characters that you'll see in this um, in this new story that was actually conceptualized by Hanj and I a while ago. And, yeah, I, I hope you'll enjoy this new change of pace. And I can tell you about The Blue Knight Rises. I'm personally more excited for this than The Oracle of Twilight, but I've worked on Oracle more lately. So I want to talk about Blue Knight, too, because there hasn't been much spread about Blue Knight other than the bio on the website, which you can go read. But The Blue Knight is going to be really not that much different in tone. It's going to be a lot darker, I think. I think this is one of those movies that younger kids might not want to watch. It's a little, it's a, it's pretty violent. And yeah, I think it's going to be, it's still going to be fun. It, we, obviously, I have to work, we have to work way harder on the Blue Knight than we do with any other movie because it's stop motion and with Legos and yeah, Blue Knight was just an idea that I have from this other thing that I did a while ago with my Legos when I was really young, and I was like, why not, well, we can just make this a movie. And it's it's going pretty well. We're still in the filming stage. We've edited some of it. So we might put out a trailer soon, and if you're listening to this today, the trailer for um, the holiday special for Attack of the Winkles has probably already dropped. So I hope you guys have enjoyed or will enjoy that. That's going to be it for today's Winglecast. Next episode will be, well, I can't say for certain, but I know we're going to do something that's um, with either Aiden Hange or Nathan Rank. So, uh, guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Winglecast. That's going to be it from me, Richard Clark. I'm out. Goodbye.